bring a word? I said, I could bring a, a talk. <laughs> I could talk about something. I know how to talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't worry, Jack. I don't have an iPad. I got good old paper right here. But God had laid something in my heart. I would say right after we came out of the hospital, and, and I just preached it to myself. I just didn't think I would ever get up and just share with anyone. I shared with a few people. But I was like, we're going to talk about the pandemic for a minute. I know we all, we, we, we're over that. We're, we're tired. But it's still here. But I say, had I not had the relationship that I have with God during that time, during that time when we couldn't gather, if we didn't have a good relationship with God, we were in trouble. We were desperate. People were losing their minds. People were going to psychiatry. People were taking all kinds of pills. People were just nuts. They were just going out of their mind. And I am so grateful. I said, Lord, thank you that even in my time of need and no air, I could still say, God, thank you. I need you. I know you're here with me. I could still go to him. So I thank God for my relationship with him. Right? I have some family members that say, you're too serious. That you're just too serious. It's always God. I'm like, it's got to be. Because when things go left and I should be going right and I'm in trouble, I'm not going to go far. Because God is going to have my back. Amen? So today I say our relationship with God matters. If you think you can go through your day-to-day life and you get up in the morning and do what you do and, and come back and have dinner, go, do the same thing every day, and, not, and God is not a part of that, something's wrong. So I say our relationship with God matters. Amen? Proverbs 4.23 says, God, your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. So if our relationship with God matters, then our hearts got to be in it. And, and those that have heard my thought on a Thursday night, your heart is all about the heart. If your heart is not right, nothing is right. Amen? So our relationship with God is far more important than any other relationship we will ever have in our entire life. Amen. Can I get an amen? Amen. For every relationship that we develop, don't mind if I look and read and what have you, but I don't want to get distracted. That we develop with anyone, there will always be some heart that goes into it. So if we meet a friend or if we meet someone and say, I really, that person is really a nice person, you begin to develop a relationship. Be it a coworker, we have a coworker relationship. So different places take us to different relationships, but we put our heart into it if we're good people, right? And, and, and we listen, and they talk, and if they have trouble, we listen. So no matter who it is, it's a decision that we have consciously chosen to make, which means the person means something to you for you to be able to in, in, engage in a, uh, some type of relationship. So... In comparison, having a relationship with our Father requires that we consciously choose Him all the time 
because he made us and we belong to him. And we need him to live on this earth. Amen? Amen. Without him, we are absolutely nothing. Without him, we cannot do a thing. And so I say, okay, Lord, I don't want to be in that place. Some people enjoy being there. Some people enjoy calling their friends 10 times a day. I'm in trouble. I need a dollar. I need $100. I need $500. You understand? Some people live their life like that. And they're comfortable like that. Because they they have a get over mentality. But that's not how it is when we have our relationship with God. Amen? Our relationship with God empowers us for daily living. Sometimes our friendships and other relationships can drain us. But our relationship with God will empower us so that we can live the life that God has destined for us. We already know it's just that we may go to work and do and do and do. However, when God is in the mix, we know there's another plan. We know something's in the works. We know something's going on. God is not asleep. When we give more importance to other relationships, we give away all that we have. Our time, our attention, our energy, sometimes our resources, like I said. However, when we prioritize our relationship with God, and I'm a witness, I'm sure that I have a few witnesses out there, we absolutely receive more than we can ever give to the Lord. Amen? We will receive so much more from him. Amen? And secondly, our relationship with God, can somebody find me a napkin, please? Oh, honey, can I have your, your, I am sweating. That never happens. So I'm a little nervous, but I'm good. Thank you, God. I feel like pastor. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, pastor. We miss you. (laughs) Anyway, our relationship with God also builds our character. How many knows that? When, when you leave a room, you don't want somebody to say, I'm so glad she's gone. She sounded nice, but I'm so glad she's left the room. I'm so glad I don't got to hear her voice anymore. We, we don't want to be that person. Amen? I'm talking to believers, right? We do not want to be that person. And so, but as God builds our character, there's some things we have to let go of. There's some things we have to do to stay on the narrow. I know we, we talk about the narrow, We talk about that, right? And it scares us because we understand that there's a ton of sacrifice that we're going to have to do so that we can stay right. So when I was younger, I used to think, when I got saved, I thought I was superwoman. I thought I was going to go and talk to all of my friends and they were going to accept the Lord and I was going to say this walk with Jesus is amazing. So I would go hang out with them. And I would say, hmm, I, I, I don't... I don't do what they do. I I really shouldn't be here. And so the Lord began to speak to me and said, "Uh, what's going on? You know, you brought my spirit here, but what are we doing? So it came a point where I wasn't sharing Jesus, right? And I was just hanging out, joking, doing whatever. But I said, Lord, you have my back. You always have my back. But you know what? It didn't work out that way. Oh, thank you, Mama. It didn't always work out that way. I soon realized that these people I called friends were not my friends at all. 
And you know, when you give your heart to the Lord, the devil begins to, he begins to do things. And he begins to let people say, were you in church? Why are you hanging with us? Aren't you going to church? And when they only had to tell me that one time, I was like, oops, all right. Okay, Lord, I heard you. I heard you now. I didn't hear you all the other hundred times that you were tapping on my shoulder. But I heard you now because somebody actually physically said it. And so I began to feel, of course, uncomfortable. But I said, Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit. I then realized that I needed my church family. I needed to be around people that spoke like me, that thought like me, that I could tell my stories to, and they can tell me this, so we can cry and we can pray together. We needed that, right? And I needed that for sure. I was able to see that I could not handle that relationship with old friends. And as today, sometimes we know that we have people that aren't in our lives that are not good for us. We know that. And the Lord speaks, and the Lord says, and he, what are you doing? And he lets us go, but so far. But there are some relationships, and we've heard pastors say it hundreds of times, that we need to let go of. And, and only because the Holy Spirit is saying so. And so we have to be obedient. Amen? Amen. Having godly friends can influence us to be godly and have a sense of accountability. But having God as our father and our friend changes everything. Amen? And that is an absolute great place to be. I want to be there all the time. And I I remember when we used to worry about things and worry about bills and we were full-time ministry and we were traveling here and there. And, and, and I was, I was happy. I was packing. We were doing, we're still going to be where? Let's, we'll, we'll do it. Got the tickets. Yeah. And I was like, honey, we've got like some bills to do. I said, God said he's going to take care. So he's going to take care. Yeah, but, but God said he's going to take care. So he's going to take care. So it had to come to a point in our lives, in our Christian walk, where we said, we're either going to trust God or we're not. We're either going to live this life for real and sing what we, what we, and mean what we sing, or we're not. Because if we can't, we can't fool God, we could maybe fool the people sometimes, but we can't fool them all the time because the spirit bears witness. So I said, how are we going to do this? And so we decided and we gave it all to God. And not one time during our 14 years of ministry were there bill collectors knocking on our door. Were they, was money ever short? Our bills got paid, rent got paid, everything got paid. We were raising my God's order, my niece actually. And, and I said, Lord, how are we going to do this? We, we barely making it ourselves. And he said, we, we, you're going to help in this area. And so we took her in. God never failed us. So if I scream a little louder, if I say hallelujah a little louder, excuse me, I just know that I know that God has been my source from day one. Amen? So we love him and we trust him and I trust him completely. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. So now this takes us to another place. We all have experienced different kinds of relationships, right? With God, with ourself, not selves, with self and with others. So there's so much to take in with all of that. But let's talk about self for a moment. Because self is a trip, right? We can be a trip. 
all by ourselves, we can be a trip, right? It's all about us, me, I, and that's it. So because we love ourselves so much, we begin to pay attention to what self wants. And that's all we can see. And that's what we strive for. And if we need to be in the gym 15 times a day, we're going to find a way to do that because self goes after what self wants. Amen? And we know that to be true. I need some time for myself. However, many times whatever self thinks or needs or wants is not what God says we should have. So even in times where we're thinking about ourselves, I'm not saying that we should not take time for ourselves. Absolutely not. We take our vacation. We take our rest. We do all that we have to do. But what I am saying is that if self, that self cannot take the place that belongs to God. He is our rest. Can you imagine a vacation without God? Impossible. You take him everywhere you go. Anywhere you go, he is with you. So he is our rest. And without God, nothing matters. You can take a dozen vacations. But without a relationship with God, your time is your own time. And Lord, I say, I don't want to waste my time like that. I don't want to waste my time like that. You've called me to do X, Y, and Z. I need to do that. Therefore, I need to be able to hear you. And, and our fast was key because it says, speak, Lord is speaking. Everything had to do with God speaking. He is speaking to us. But if we don't have a relationship with God, how can we hear him? How can we do that? It would be absolutely impossible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In our daily walk, we get up early for work. Some get up early. Some get up super early. And uh, some have it nice. They start at 9, so they get up at 7. I don't know. But we get up early for work. We get ready. Then for some of us, we get our kids ready. Our beautiful mother's over here. Dad's too. <laughs> oh, yes, dad's too. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. How can I leave you guys out? Never, ever. <laughs> and so we get the kids. They all get the kids ready. Amen. Breakfast and all. Leave the house. Spend the day at work. Go home and do the same thing for the rest of the week. And then come Sunday. So say, and then come Sunday. What happens Sunday? Get up early again. But I got up early all week long, and now I got to get up early again. We have to do this again. Can we get a break? But I, I tell you, I remember something Katsia said in one of her messages, checkpoint. This is our checkpoint. Our relationship with God will determine whether we get up, get ready, and come to church. Right? We shouldn't have to think about it. If you think about it more than three times, just stay there. But sometimes we have to fight. Sometimes we got to break through that thing. We got to say, Lord, you know, for you I live and for you I'll die. But right now I need this bed. But right now I got to stay right here. I, I can't even move. But sometimes we will know when it's our body. And then we have to pay attention and stay right where you are. And sometimes we have to recognize when it's the work of the enemy trying to keep you from a blessing that's waiting for you right here. 
But if we don't have a relationship with God, we'll never know. We'll never know. Our ears will not be in tune. And there will be times, like I just said, where our circumstances will not allow us to make it out to the church. But I'm talking about when there's no reason. When there's no reason. It says beautiful outside. I think I'll head to the beach instead of church. I think I'll do this and that before coming to church. But in the life that Devil and I have led, we, if we ministered out one Sunday, we were in church the next Sunday. And if we didn't have anywhere to go the following, we were, we were in church every single Sunday. You could count on that. Not because anybody told us to, but that is just the way that we felt. That is what we did. We said we make time for everything else. God, we have to make time for you. We never want that anything to get in the way of that. Amen? Amen. So that's our checkpoint. Stay there. Anytime you feel a, a, a tug against what you know you should do when it comes to the things of God, do a checkpoint. Do a checkpoint and say, is it just me speaking or is something keeping me back? Amen? Our bottom line, relationship, our relationship with God guides our path. The Holy Spirit begins to guide us and direct us in the most amazing ways. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. We, 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 don't, we don't know it all. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Relationship and path, I think, go together. Amen? I, I could only talk about my husband. Because I don't live with you guys, so I'm going to talk about them again. Right? If, if we know we left for work, we live together. And he goes to work and I go to work. I don't have to wonder at the end of the day if he's coming back. Will he be back? It's going somewhere and, and didn't tell me. Right? Relationships don't work that way. And they shouldn't. Uh, but not in my house. I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. Do I need to say more? That will not go far. That will not be good. Honey, I'm hanging with the guys. What? No. No. Communication is everything, right? But I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm just saying when you have a relationship, you know what your, uh, what your spouse is doing. You know where you're going. You know what you're doing. I'm working late. I'm working late. I, I got off early. I don't want to call the job and his partner says, oh, he didn't call you. He left the job at 2. I'm like, huh? What? So that's never happened, but I'm just saying. It shouldn't. That, sh that shouldn't happen. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Less stress. So if we're going to trust God with all of your heart, there has to be an active relationship with him. And we need to be conscious of everything we do. We need to be conscious that if he is... If we have a relationship with him, everything that we do matters. Everything we say matters. And, and how we think, it matters. Because you may not say it out loud, but it's certainly God has already heard it. If it's in your mind, God has already heard it. You know, and, and so it brings me to my next point, communication. We should communicate better, right? One with another. And if communication between each other is so important, how about our communication with God? 
It is key when we're engaging in a relationship with God, we must communicate. We already know that the greatest way to have a relationship with anyone, including God, is through communication. We already know uh, we use prayer to communicate with God. God wants to hear from you and from me. And he doesn't want somebody to always be praying for us. He needs us to always go to him. So he wants to hear from us. And he's always available and ready to listen. I was telling someone the other day, all week long, I wanted to call you and say, say a prayer over me. And it didn't happen. And it didn't happen only because I needed to do what I was supposed to do and just go to God myself. And I needed to do it. And I needed to find that moment to do that. And so I was grateful that although my, my emotions were leading me somewhere else, I was able to say, okay, God, I hear you. I hear you. Because you know when you come before God, you just got to bear yourself. There's nothing you can hide. Say, Lord, you know what I thought? You know what I did? You know what I saw? You know what I said? And so there's nothing that we can hide from God. So being in a relationship also brings us to that point where we know we can't hide anything from God. He knows it all. So we have to keep those uh, communication waves open. When we read his word or we hear his word, he is speaking to us. And when we pray, we are speaking to him. And so, God, we, we just thank you for that because we know that we can come to you no matter what the circumstances, no matter what we're facing No matter where we are, Lord, we know we can take a moment in our hearts, in our mind, and say, I need you now. I need you to step in right now. I'm in trouble. I need you to step in right now. And we know that our Father hears us. But that relationship is key. Psalm 119.105 says, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. So he never lets us go down no dark alley. Have you ever been down a dark alley with God? I didn't say valley. I said alley. We got plenty of them in the Bronx. <laughs> we got plenty of alleys in the Bronx. And, and if I needed to get home and I feel I should go through this dark alley, I know God is not leading me down that dark alley. So I'm like, Lord, I know you're with me in the valley, but not in this alley. And I didn't mean, I didn't mean for that to rhyme. <laughs> I really didn't. But I'm like, he guides us. He is a light. And if we're walking and we don't see that light, we say, Lord, I need you. We need to call out to him more. How many call out to God all the time? All the time. I'm like, God, really? I need you. You better show me. I need to to see this. I I can't see it right now. And so I cry out to him. And and, and Daryl could be in the other room. He said, honey, did you call me? I said, I called God. Oh, okay, honey, you praying? I'm not praying. I'm just saying, God, I need you. I need you, Lord. Oh, my gosh. This, this walk with God is no joke. This walk with God, but, but it's amazing. For, for all that he's done for me, I'm like, God, you are just super amazing. And I love him, and that keeps me in tune with him. Right? Sometimes we forget about God, about what God has done for us. And we look to the next thing and the next thing. But it's okay 
to think back on where we were. It's okay to think back and say, God, thank you for delivering me from that because I wouldn't be able to do this. It's okay to do that because God doesn't forget. Relationships tells us, lastly, in conclusion, I'm going to let y'all go home early today. I've always wanted to say in conclusion. I don't preach. We say that's not true. There's about four more conclusions coming, but not me. Relationships tell us who we are, whose we are, and what is expected of us. It's all in the word. To that point, um, when all is said and done, the only relationship that defines who we really are is found in our relationship with God. Our relationship with God has to be on his terms. On his terms. You could say that with me. On his terms. Because he owns our past, he owns our present, and he owns our future. Hallelujah. He makes our lives happen every day. I love that. Don't you love that? When you know you get up in the morning and say, God, you're in control. He's going to make your life happen. That means no matter what comes your way, good or bad, God is still with you. He, it's all good. It's all good. He's just that amazing. Relationships define us. How many know that relationships absolutely define us? Whether it's with your spouse, with friends, with family members, with your own parents. Relationships define us because they shape us. And they help us to be for the good, for the bad. They help us to be who we are. But God keeps our character. Amen? Make sure today that the relationship that defines you best is the one you have with God. No other relationship should surpass that. When that's true of you, every relationship you encounter will be blessed by God's presence. And, and I don't know if it's happened to you, it's happened to us. If we have somebody over there saying, my God is so peaceful in this house. It's so peaceful. By my desk at work, Ms. Doma, can I stand here for a minute? I said, are you okay? Do you need any? I just want to stand here for a minute. It's so peaceful here. Now the office is crazy. Phones are ringing. People are talking loud. Said, can we sit here for a minute? And that speaks volumes to me. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. Do I have my moments? I absolutely do. But what cannot take the place of that is who I want to be and how I want to be and how mean I want to speak. That cannot take presence over that. So that keeps me like on my toes, right? I said, okay. So this person just said they need her to be peace, but I need to tell her she ain't going to get paid because she don't got no time in her bank. I do payroll. I said, so the same person that came here for peace, I now got to say, and by the way, <laughs> let's see if she come next week to come sit by my desk. I don't know. But I've told her time and time again, if you're absent next time, you're not going to get paid. You have no time in your bank. So... Those that we never want that to interrupt, right? How people feel about you, what people sense about you. But I say, God, you got that. You cover that. God covers you. And I'm so glad about that, right? Because he's there all the time. So when he's a part of who you are, the world will know who he is through you. Amen. And that's the word that I leave for today. I just, God, God has been amazing.
And I had 20 pages prepared. But but I left it at eight. (laughs) I love you all. Thank you.